Welcome back into Don't Forget the Popcorn, the Dave and Wes Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dave McPeak, joined in the outdoor studios here for the first time. If you hear some birds chirping, you hear, you know, maybe a squirrel runs across, uh, maybe a branch falls on oh, us. Yeah. We are we are live from the MPN Studios East on the West Ledesma patio. How you doing, buddy? Man, good to be here. Under the lights, Dave. Under the lights. I dig it. Ooh, our first night game. Right? This is, uh, <laughs> no, the, the under the lights, the pressure's on, so we got to, you know, the primetime players make primetime plays Absolutely. in primetime games. So we are excited to be bringing this to you. Obviously, you know, a week late, we get around that holiday time, you got a chance to see the nephew for the first yes. time since what? January? Yeah, Christmas time. Maybe even Dave, Christmas so time. So yeah, we uh, uh, talk about stepbrothers or go see your you know yeah, nephew for yeah, the first yeah. time. That was an easy one. I know Pressure Peters thinks that both could have been done. We could have uh, done that from Torch, but they call him Pressure Peters for a reason. That's that's why we love him. He just keeps churning them out too, Dave. Oh, he just it's keeps churning them the, out. You know, flights, football, and anything else, they are uh, just rocking and rolling. Every time I refresh the, uh, the, the pod app, Weekly. I see a new one out oh, of yeah. Peters. Love they're it. Love they're it. doing a great job with theirs. Uh, always a lot of fun. We always appreciate the support. And the only reason he's mad is because he must like what we're putting out. Uh, and, and we get all that great feedback. If you want to join in, Make sure to follow us on Twitter at DFTP Movie Pod. We're always wanting to hear some feedback. And also on the Michigan Podcasting Network on Facebook, where we have other shows, A Talk in the Attic with Kirk Ross, doing an amazing job. Uh, they're doing musical sets now. This last week, he had a set in the attic. Oh, wow. Uh, guys playing musical sets. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive what he's done. They're, he's up around like episode 35, say, 36 a, right now. I'm, I'm too behind on him right now, so a little bit of catching up to do. I, I yeah. didn't know he brought somebody on yeah. set. That's going to be well, awesome to hear. And we talked about it. Uh, we I think almost teased him. Like, yeah, talk to us when you get to 50. He's going to pass us pretty wow, quick. Wow, he's catching up quickly. This is uh, episode 53 for you boys. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be a good one. Obviously, we are covering Step Brothers, and it's kind of hard because we have 4th of July is this Saturday. Last year we did Independence Day. I mean, there really isn't that 4th of July movie. This one's always fun. You want to watch a Sandlot, fun movie? Maybe, just for the, I was uh, thinking Sandlot would be close. Oh, just beautiful. The, just for the Ray Charles rendition. Oh, You know it's always going to go. Every time you throw that out, you know I'm going into the Ray Charles. It's uh, right, right in the old, grooving one right down the plate. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we thought, you know, 4th of July, you need fireworks, explosions. Why not head to see The Rock. Uh, we are going to go to Alcatraz and look at the, I think, 1998-1999 classic The Rock, Nick Crime Cage. Nick Cage. Crime too. Nick Cage, I agree. Uh, Sean Connery. Uh, we're going to be working on that, so Wes will be giving you his bait impression next week. So really <laughs> looking forward to diving into that. And I remember this being one of my favorites yeah. for a while i have not watched this movie in i would say 15 16 oh, maybe wow. 20 no years it's been a while uh this was in a very heavy rotation because i loved it ed harris uh sean connery nick ed cage harris is, I'm, oh, we're gonna it's really gonna be a lot of fun next week but man i just got a rewatch in ed harris oh. just fantastic and i mean so good ed harris is so good a guy i forgot that was in it too from alien was it michael bean is mm. it Completely forgot that he was in this one for me. John Connor. Yeah. Dad. Ooh, good call. Good call. <laughs> and, oh, geez, Johnny Ringo. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I don't I know. Can't he wait was to, I can't man, wait to dive am, into that. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun to break that one down. So Johnny Gringo. I can't believe that was my first one I went to. I know. Uh, well, Terminator. Come yeah. on. So it is going to be a lot of fun breaking that down next week. Uh, but we are going to get uh, into some recent reviews. This has been. This was always one of my favorite segments for us to do because you were pounding the pavement and getting out to the movie theaters once a week. You're getting us top cutting edge movies. Well, I mean, the nice thing about, I mean, let me rephrase that. Maybe one of the silver linings yeah, about this quarantine uh, and, you know, time off and all of that has just been getting to catch up on some classics. You don't feel like all these new movies coming out aren't piling up on you, so you're getting a chance to watch. Um, and I think that's exactly what you did this week. There's one that I watched uh, when it came out in 2010, 2011. I was say, let me look this up real quick, but uh, we referred to as rush with uh, our boy Helmsworth yeah. there. Chris Hem uh, Ron Howard joint on this Man. one and it's the IndyCar race it's a true story and I'm going to let you take it away because I've already seen it I've only seen it once a long time ago yeah. I remember loving it I'm interested to see what you think I can't believe this like I remember it coming out and it was when I first seen it I just thought it was going to you know previews and stuff I'm thinking ah just another racing movie so for whatever reason it just got pushed to the back burner but it kept getting good reviews. Kept getting. I think it uh, popped up on HBO now. It is, yeah, and HBO Max. Max, ah, good call. And you know, all right, it was about time. Man, Dave, I couldn't have been more pleasantly surprised with this movie. So Hemsworth plays an incredible kind of like arrogant, up and coming driver, almost like in the cold trickle range. Yes, he's taking chances. He's, you know, he's uh, he's in it a little bit for risky uh, for the. For the Fame, fame and then glory just, you know shooting for that one title and then you have uh, your boy daniel Bruhl there playing uh nicky lauda is yeah that, am i saying that right Nikki lauda lauda who was just you know the the seasoned veteran a tactician of the sport and like one of the best like at that right best ever yeah. yeah and I, you know they they mentioned mario andretti in there and that was kind of my you know that's that's, that's the always buzzword. what i think of. yeah that's michael the, schumacher yep. you know, there's always a couple of the those, those type of drivers are the you know the the buzz names for me that kind of oh okay now i know what you're talking about because i didn't know who these uh nikki lauda and uh james hunt who cr plays chris elmsworth uh were before this but incredible story you love seeing the rivalry the racing scenes dave are really intense and again really well shot and it, as much as you would look at this movie and think this is a Hemsworth movie, you know, all right, you're Thor, let's go in yeah. there. Daniel Bruhl is Incredible. the lead, and he does such a good job in this. And I say, why don't you see him in more? But he is in a lot of, yeah. like, you know. He this, was in Civil War, uh, Captain America Civil War. Arguably one of the best Marvel movies there is, and yes. probably might be one of the best villains in there, And even though you wouldn't even think of him as a villain. So Rush for me, easy three buckets. Nice. I was tap dancing around three and a half but our boy ben wheeling gets angry when i get, get too no, generous no, with the rankings no no i'm just kidding easy three bucket movie i'm real happy with that one and i if you haven't seen it that's a that's a hard recommend i i do feel like i was probably three also tap dancing around yeah. three and a half but i haven't seen it in a while i'd like to go back and revisit it and it was one of those that i had to watch in segments because it was it came out uh, right after Charlotte was born, right in that area, because I remember watching I love it. How you equate movies it with the, the birth of the child? It was uh, <laughs> one of those that I 
the old DVR, whenever we had like a free preview weekend on Showtime or HBO, I just would DVR like 18 movies and just go back to them. And I think that was one I watched in like four segments during nap times or something along those lines. <laughs> and just remember absolutely being blown away by it. And I, I'm really glad that you liked I, it. It, it uh, bothers me that I, it took me so long to watch it. Well, the critics and your guys both say, agree 88% on both. The rare agreeance from my guys and your guys. But, I mean, that's that's a really well-reviewed yep. movie, and I, I could not agree more. And that's – I feel like that could have also been saved for Hidden Gems. Uh, yeah. Because I don't feel like anybody ever talks maybe, about maybe, this movie. Maybe we'll bring it up again. <laughs> anybody watches it. I I can't recommend it enough for a, a really cool movie that you might not have seen. The racing sequences are just incredible. Yep. Uh, and, you, I mean, you're getting a director of Ron Howard's cal- caliber doing it. And so. that's – I wish I would have noticed the Ron Howard act because he's a, he's a pretty close to a season ticket director type of guy. Where you Absolutely. see Ron Howard attached to it, you're like, all right, we got to give this a go, yeah. kind of thing. So I don't have a Kristen rating. There was a DNF I had down here. She oh, fell asleep. So, gosh. Uh, well, all right. Yeah, it's a you know, Pull the second, second round TKO. We Pull lost the her. <laughs> <laughs> Got a caution. Well, let me get your other one because I'm going to need the floor for a while for Absolutely. my recent review. Just, uh, I'm going to jump right into. We're talking about Will Ferrell today. A new Will Ferrell movie hit Netflix, uh, I want to say this week. If not this week, then the week prior. But Will Ferrell, or uh, McAdams, Rachel, Rachel McAdams, McAdams, Eurovision, Dave. Eurovision. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Corn dogs, Jackie. And it, you got to go into this movie with, you know, it's going to be your classic kind of slapsticky, stupid comedy. And I say that lightheartedly, but like a Blades of Glory. You're, if you can't go in there expecting Anchorman, you can't go in there expecting uh, Step Brothers. This is in the Blades of Glory realm. I think that's and for looks me, like a good comparison. It's you have these goofy accents that uh, him, McAdams, and uh, our boy P- Pierce Brosnan's doing throughout mm. the whole thing. A lot of ad libbing, a lot of improv, and it's if you're in the move, mood for a good lighthearted comedy. And who isn't at this point? Yeah, I mean Will Ferrell brings it. Rachel McAdams is hilarious in this movie, too. So it's, like I said, if you need a good comedy, I can't go above two buckets. It's a strong two Uh, buckets. I would never (laughs) go. A strong two buckets. It doesn't doesn't even flirt with one and a half. It's a a strong two, but like I said, if you need a good lighthearted comedy, I might get some disagreements here, but I, I enjoyed it. So two for me, and actually two from Kristen, too. Two from Kristen's corner. You know what, corner. though? It's a, it's a Netflix movie. It's free of charge. Yeah. You know? I, I would be very curious, because I feel yeah, like this is how we... went in with such low expectations, too, so that's <sighs> it's like that, I'm thinking one bucket until and I, it rises. I am very interested in the Netflix scale. Do we give it a little bit of a bump because we don't have to pay the money for the movie theater. Like, Ooh. would you have been like, th- I cannot like believe I the spent best movie is, 25 the best bucks. Meal is a free meal. So yeah, this gets the half bump for already paying for the subscription. I like that actually. Well, don't you think so? Because I feel like what you're saying, would you have been a little bit more sour if you and Kristen had to go to the movie theater, you took the time out, you went and drove, you picked this over like a different movie. And it's like, God, oh, boy, you're on to something there. That being said, in the uh, I had the right mixture of uh, alcohol that uh, that <laughs> night watching it, so it was it was hitting on all strides. Well, you know what though? Here you oh, go to some, bail yeah. you out on Rotten Tomatoes. Bail me out, forty percent. What have we got? Sixty-three percent critics. Okay, wow, that's actually surprising. I know, eighty-one percent your guys. So, 
right. I mean, right here, the consensus pick. And getting in there and voting a bunch of times helped. <laughs> oh, that happened. Spamming <laughs> it. Uh, Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga, oh. contains inspired ingredients and laugh out loud moments, but they're outnumbered by the flat stretches in this overlong comedy. So oh, that yeah. sounds like a two There's bucket a lot movie. Of, a lot of peaks and valleys, but it's. When you they laugh, sing, it's the, the on classic Netflix, it's Will Ferrell nice. breaking out in a song, it's, yeah, it works. Some would call him the songbird of uh, this <laughs> generation. So, very good. Is that it? Did you get anyone else in? That's, uh, I, think, I, got, get the hunt? I got one more in. I'll jump in after you. Here, All, right. All right. Well, speaking of the hunt, uh, I, serial killer on the loose, Dexter Morgan. Oh, here we this go. This has been a long time. So, I'm going to give a, 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 this, Peters, this one's for you, buddy. I, I'm going to give you the time that you deserve. So this goes back, uh, I think it's almost six years. Like It took you six years? Oh, Did you just watch it in syndication when it was no. regularly so coming out? We, as you know, I buy the DVDs, and there was a Black Friday that it was like 10 bucks a season. And I've always heard good things about Dexter. And I think I bought the first four or five. And that's about where it was because Dexter was still on television. Yeah. When I bought these to start, because I think it ended in 2013. I think the run was like 05 to 13 or 06 to 13, something along those lines. Uh, my research department's looking it up. 06 to 13, unbelievable. God. Great call. Why can't I have call. better information? Like, why can't I have more important things? I I'd wish I lo- yeah, I can have math in my brain, like no being an accountant. Way I, I know. That. All right, anyway. Uh, so I think I bought these. When we were at our old house, we were married, and this was a show that Vicky and I started. And this is, I think we got through together, like, the first five seasons. Like, we just binged because, man, it was, we actually had to take a break after, like, season one and two because it was one of those shows that oh, you man. are at the edge of your seat. And I'm going to try not to give spoilers. I know it finished in 2013, but Mike was awesome. He didn't give me spoilers. He gave me the 4th of July ultimatum to get him done. Um, so I'm going to try. fast forward button. They can go ahead 30 seconds. I know. <laughs> I'm going to try my best to dance around. There's going to be some things that I'll have to give up. Uh, but I, I would say seasons one through four, this is, I'm talking top 10 series yeah. of all time oh, in my I, book. Absolutely. I don't think you're uh, like overhyping it by any means. I, that This Cause was fantastic. You get the first two seasons. I mean, the first season you're just kind of learning, but you get his brother, the, you know, the mm-hmm. ice truck killer. That's given away pretty early, so that's not, yep. uh, not a spoiler. And it's the first season. So we're getting close to the 20 years at the 2006. But, man, that was a fun, like, give and take. Season three and is learning. that Jimmy Smits, and then they so, come well, back. So, well, season with... two is... Uh, the Bay Harbor Butcher, oh, like, and then yes, Dokes right. is getting on his trail, getting all that figured mm-hmm. out. I mean, like, that's a season that's like, oh, super tense. Season three, you're absolutely right. Miguel Santos, you get Jimmy season. Smith. Amazing. And I think, by and large, everybody's favorite season, minus you. Lithgow. The fourth season, the Trinity Killer, yep. Lithgow. Oh, my God. That is some of the best TV. Yes. And I don't want to ruin it once again because I was shocked by it. The end of season four is just uh, unreal like, like you can't believe chilling. it like, I, I goosebump and it that, is yeah, like it's... and that's one of those like the way that that ended vicky and i had to take a little bit of a yeah. break because we got the young pup at home yep. the, the kid and it's like whoo i don't know if i can you know we're gonna need a little bit of a break we pick up season five she still watched that with us Little bit of a dip, as you'd expect, but I still like Julia Stiles. That's the Julia Stiles. Still Lumen. Lumen. That's right. Still a good season. I enjoyed it. And then we get to season six, 
that's where we had the break. Like, that's when Peters was like, oh, you finished extra yet? And that's where it kept being like, I'll get it done by Thanksgiving. I'll get it done by this summer. Mm-hmm. Like, I kept pushing off. And Vicky and I, we tried again about two or three years ago, put in season six, and we petered out around, like, episode yeah. four or five. And just like, ah, I didn't is, really want to watch Colin it. Is the Colin Hanks season? It is the See, Colin he, Hanks season. I did Miscast. Not, I did not like him in no. that role at the time. And rewatching it, I didn't like him in then. I will give season six credit. I, I didn't like... I, I, I kind of liked a little bit of the setup, the first maybe two episodes. I really liked most Def's character. Yeah, um, Brother Sam. Yep. Brother Sam, though, you know, wasn't on it long enough. I'll just say that. Uh, and then... I really like that kind of the the philosophical talks between him and Dexter, and then it moves on. I didn't like the middle, but then it kind of picked up a little bit again mm-hmm. at the end with a little bit of the hunt, and then kind of a cool end episode. I it was an awesome, and in yep. fact, and that's I, where it really started picking up, and I started yes. having hopes. And season season seven, it was just okay. That's the Hannah yeah. season, and it was it was fine, but I didn't really like the back and forth with Deb and everything that was there. It's I just... never really cared for any of Dexter's love interests. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it, that was always hard for me. Like, the, uh, I forget. Rita the game. was okay. Well, Rita was fine because she was just, you know, there. You know, yeah. she didn't, but uh, with the English girl, yes. I thought was an absolute pain. Terrible. I mean, it, it just, a pain. Big fan of the fighter. I liked Lumen, Firefest. I guess, but it just, I don't know. It, He's all mine. You're right. <laughs> well, that finally brings us, as promised, Mike Peters, Pressure Peters, hashtag Pressure Peters if yeah. you're using it on Twitter. Uh, let's get that trending. <laughs> um, got the last season, and my hopes were high, even though nothing was spoiled. But obviously, I, I get Entertainment Weekly. I read stuff. I've heard from everybody that it was such a letdown, that the series finale was terrible. Uh, I've just heard that, by and large, that just this last season was not good. And I, I remember a guy that I used to teach with in Midland. This is how long ago it was. Uh, he quit in episode, or I'm sorry, uh, season seven. He's like, I'm just done. I'm like, yeah. how could you devote that much time to a series uh, and then kind of give it up? And now I, I kind of yeah. see because I would like to keep my pristine Dexter yeah. knowledge. It's like retiring on top before oh, uh, you witness your right. career go down. Yeah, so here it is, Pressure Peters. I know I'm talking about a 2013 series, but I know this is a lot of people have watched it. I hated the last season i hated it there were so many plot holes there were so many uh things that just like this is always a show that kind of i feel like works outside the realms of reality anyways like come on like really this serious like absolutely i don't you suspend (laughs) disbelief it's fun but you had to suspend way too much disbelief with this season and i didn't like like um the the Psychologist Charlotte yeah. Rampling, um, Vogel, uh, didn't like in that, like coming back, like it was just from where she was at in the previous season, like it was way too much of a character turn. Like I, I, I just, it made no sense. More. Like now, all of a sudden, For Hannah, both. Be, Hannah became like the uh, like the loving mother. You're gonna trust her with your kids. Yeah, and it, it like, was. This is a this is a murderer <laughs> who started the season by drugging you, right? Oh well. <laughs> It's like maybe it's like the the theory tried, of so like you're in kindergarten. Kill, he you're tried pulling. to kill your sister. He tried to drug you. Known with a couple of kills under the belt. Yeah, I'll take the kids. We're good here. Yeah, you yeah. know what? Something about this one. Yeah, I, I got a great I got feeling. It. Turned a new uh, leaf. So I, I I didn't like that. Even though like 
I thought the actress was fine. I I, I don't mind the character. Mm -hmm. I don't mind the the idea behind it. I just don't like the writing. The writing is what was awful. And I won't give spoilers because people have been so awesome to me and haven't given spoilers at all. Like, I went into this fresh not knowing what was happening. Uh, the last episode was awful. I, I mean, it's... So, I talked about it, I think, on our last pod. I finished up The Wire, one of the greatest series of all time. I'm putting it in my top three. I can't put it in top one. But, man, it's knocking oh, yeah. at that door very hard. I went from having, that's how you do a series finale. That's how you wrap Ooh. up everything. What, going from the that's, Wire season finale to Dexter? Yes. That's a tough one. Like, can you, and that maybe I'm that tainted tough. because of that. No. But, like, I go, <laughs> I go from the masterpiece that is the Wire season finale. And don't get me wrong. Like I said last time, not everything was happy in Sunshine and Lollipops mm-hmm. in the Wire. Like, you're not getting a happy ending for everybody. But at least you're getting... Closure. Bob Kraft has right. something to say. Uh, you know, but it's definitely one that wasn't satisfied one bit, and you could just feel it. Like you could feel the way it was going, and then it didn't feel like it was building enough momentum. It just felt like another ho hum season mm-hmm. that you're just wrapping up. It's like, what the heck? This was such a great series. I'm giving the final season, Wes, one bucket. I'm giving the series finale a half bucket. Yes. But that being said, overall. I can't let it taint too much. Dexter still is well worth the watch. Oh my gosh, heck! And it's still I would one of my still, favorite series. I would still give the series as a whole. I'm still giving it a three and a half buckets as a whole. The series as a whole because the first five seasons were so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the awards back it up. Michael C. Hall won yep. Emmys for Dexter. I'm sorry, won a Golden Globe nominated. Lithgow won Emmys for it. It got Did Emmys Lithgow for writing. Good. I mean, good it's it got so many awards. Like, I'm backed up on this. I, I still think I love the first five seasons so much uh, that I still give it that nod. So, yeah. ah, that's where I'm going to end. No, it's, I can't I can't argue with that. To me, the, uh, the Dexter finale is such a such a disappointment. Oh. That, that whole season was such a disappointment. But I love I love the rest of it, and I, I I'm gonna land right where you are. And yeah, I did some reading though, and they had to. See, it almost seems like it's where it they rushed where Game it. of Thrones was for me. How they rushed that last season, and uh, Dexter it just felt rushed, and they just put it, it they they hustled it all together. And when you didn't need to have all that happen right there. Well, like, and you say that, but. The season itself was rushed because this is strike? I said I want to do reading. No, they wanted to use Dexter as the lead-in to launch Ray Donovan, the show with Lee F. Shriver, uh, the other Showtime. Oh, so they like the time and, slot. Yep, and okay. the creators agreed to it. So they really wanted to launch Ray Donovan off the coattails of Dexter. So they had another big show, okay. and they all agreed to it. So they rushed it, and they essentially shot. Season uh, seven and eight back to back, so they didn't really have the process, and they were rushing things way more. Okay, that makes and doesn't that make sense. a lot yeah. of sense? How it kind of went together and, uh, and like uh, uh, thoughts of Deb. The last two seasons kind of ruined Deb for me. Yeah. Loved love season one through five. Deb just the foul mouth, just she everything was that's awful in the last two. Like I, I and here it is. Spoiler. Fast forward to. Two minutes if you need to. I, this is You talk about one of the things I hate. You go from trying to literally murder your brother and kill yourself to one episode later, 
all's forgotten and that was the what like cured you because you saw him going down in the car and you did like no yeah, like I, how do you erase the hate like she that, had all this that hatred car accident i was so it was terrible was so eye rolling to be <laughs> i did like and i literally i rolled my eyes so much another thing with the last season all of the wasted like storylines were so stupid why the hell did Masuka all of a sudden have a daughter and they waste they wasted so much time on that and there was that nothing. nothing that yeah. came out of that. Like zero. Like even the there was no laugh lines. You did like the series, right though? It's, I did, I'm telling you. <laughs> what the a season, no. Here. I gave the season a one bucket. Yeah. Like and you know that's the on yeah. the Dave scale, one bucket there's might just, as well be zero. There's just so many there's so few seasons that that wrap up well and it's and i know because you're, you're so invested in you them they're series? never series series, series yeah. I, I agree that wrap, and i know because you're so invested in them you want you know it's either you want it to keep going or you're never going to be satisfied but there's sometimes they do it the wire sons yep. of anarchy i thought i think well. the there's ones a, the ones that do it well are the ones that know when to leave yeah they know like they it's the Breaking costanza bad. it's the costanza they well, leave you wanting more yep which it really is because Breaking Bad is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. You could give me like two or three more years of Breaking Bad, but it probably would have petered off and not been as good. Masterpiece. Same with The Wire. We only got five seasons of greatness, and like even the last season was only ten episodes. Man. And we one of those short change there. Honestly, I think we got lucky because I don't think the ratings were good at the time. Everybody oh, discovered Wire The Wire wasn't, afterwards. Yeah, it wasn't doing well at the, or yeah. during its run at all. Yeah. Actually. So it's it's one of those, or even Deadwood's another perfect example. We got robbed of that. Like some of these series that are talked about in the pantheon of great series, it's never the ones that you know, just leave right away. I mean, they, they, you always kind of like, ah, they stuck around too long. Ah, look at, they put Rachel and Joey together. Yeah, we probably could have cut that out, guys, but, well, we got to stretch it out to yeah, ten seasons. We got, we got a, yeah, we got two more seasons of uh, right. Friends because of that. Well, that's probably enough time spent, but uh, you know what? I love it. Hey, I, that's, that's, that, I think Mike Peters deserved the time. He's been uh, patient with me. Now, that's another great series. Well, this does lead me in, before we get into the Step Brothers. I just, I know people out there listening, everybody goes through the same thing. Is there anything, pop culture-wise, I'm sure there's many love more it. things. I, I I love the feeling of finishing up a series, and now I'm a free agent. Like, Ooh, I am a free agent Like, what right do now. I go into next? Yep. Yes, and I agree. I, I think what I'm going to do, look at that, the, yeah, getting yeah. the fireworks shooting off for Dexter. Oh, gosh, Curious I didn't even think about that. We, like we said, we're outside, but we are outside of Bay City. This could be a lot of fireworks lot of coming fireworks pretty soon. Yeah, this could be very those. interesting uh, by the time we... Uh, Ray and, Charles will be playing in before, <laughs> new, before you know it. <laughs> uh, it will be the Sandlot night game. But I love being a free agent. I love having that. So I think what you're going to see in the next few pods... You're going to get a lot of recent movie reviews out of this guy yeah. because I cannot wait. I already kind of have my order set up of movies that I've just been having on the back burner, but I, I started quarantine with The Wire. I had to do all five seasons of that. I had to go right into Dexter. I mean, obviously, I got my day job here, so I got to watch those movies. I'm a free agent, buddy. I'm loving it. Wow, I cannot wait to yeah, just plow through some movies. Next week. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm at least hoping to give you the way back. We, we've been talking about that for a month. And I uh, haven't been right. able to give you an opposing view. Yeah. Uh, well, we've been doing the Marvel Move movies something too. Something else and... in front of the way back. Oh no! Oh no! I think <laughs> was uh, Peters was Peters, a big fan. Pressure yeah. Peters. We we, we don't again. disagree on much, but uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll never forget how nervous you were about his review oh, for Ma. Oh my! Sleepless <laughs> nights, Dave. Sleepless <laughs> nights. All right. Well, let's get into it. Uh, it's time for the Catalina wine mixer. It's time for panned. The, the D is silent. Uh, it is time for, I think, one of the best comedies in the past 15 years. 
it's time for us to break down Step Brothers. Hey. Hey. All right, everybody. Sleeping arrangements. Brennan, you're going to be sharing a room with Dale. Just until the two of you get jobs and you move out. Hey, are you awake? Yeah. I hate your guts. As soon as your eyes shut, I'm going to punch you square in the face. This is the one rule of the house. Don't ever touch my drum set. Don't touch it! All right. Did you touch my drum set? Nope. Why are you so sweaty? I was watching cops. I think they're starting to like each other. What are you doing? I'm burying you. I'm alive, man. I'm alive. You're waking the neighbors. Shut up. Velociraptor. All right. If you were a chick, who's the one guy you would sleep with? John, John Samos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You have one month to find jobs or you're out in your asses. What? I will arrange interviews and you will go. Who's this gentleman sitting behind you? Hello, Miss Lady. You can't. Shut, shut your, shut your mouth. You shouldn't tell the person who is interviewing you to shut their mouth. You're sounding stupid five. now. I'm sorry. What did You're you just, just coming say? off stupid. Please leave this office. Do we get any sort of souvenir? Get out of my office! Oh. Well, if it isn't Dale Dobick and his little buddy. Just leave me alone, will you? Shut up, fool! You should treat me, an adult, with some respect. <laughs> I mean, right there with it. Just is that? It's the classic Farrell. It's the classic John C. Riley. I mean, it is. I remember I did not go see this movie in the movie theater because I thought the previews actually like I mean you hear, heard it here now you've seen it mm -hmm. now you know what's great I thought the previews kind of looked a little too over the top yeah. and I'm like yeah this and definitely wasn't a, a theater view for me either. no and I'll never forget the first time watching it I absolutely lost it it, it was so funny <laughs> the I think it was the first time watching it. I watched it with my mom and dad oh, when wow, I was at a... their house. And I remember my mom, obviously, eye-rolling. My dad and I are Well, it you starts know, just off chuckling. wonderful. I mean, I left it 20 oh. bucks. What if I want wings? Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be enough. <laughs> just get you started right off the bat. There's so many. I mean, it's one of those movies, watching it now, I cannot believe. I think we've talked about this with other bucket list movies. I cannot believe how many lines I still use on a weekly basis from this movie. Like, it's nuts. I, I mean, even when I taught, obviously, the clean lines. I was going to say, no I'll, I'll give you. I'm going to wait. Giving a student, I, don't I remember away. my first no, beer. <laughs> I switch it up. I remember my first milk. No, it's like, what am I teaching third graders? Right. Uh, no, it, it is one of those where you use those lines all the time. And this is where it was so awesome. It was my, and I love this. This is one of my favorite classes of all time. It was my first year teaching. This is when this movie came out. It was my first oh, wow. year teaching. So I had a, like, I had to yell at a kid because I hadn't watched it yet. They went and saw it because he came up and said something about boats and hose. I'm like, you cannot say that in my classroom. I'm like, what are you doing? And there's always talking about Dale and Brennan. And there's all these lines. Like, they keep dropping lines. And the cops is on at four. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not in on the joke. And then it comes out and I'm like, Oh, these kids, oh, man, this is they were amazing. on to something. <laughs> and then it's just 
from now on, I'm in on the joke. I can try, try and drop some of those. You're you're jiving in the but back for taboats and hoes. I know, no, 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 never. We still have you know decorum in the classroom. But here's a perfect example. I still use it every year, and only a couple kids get it now. But anytime, I swear to you, anytime we have to shuffle our desks or we have to move our desks, there's this little area in my classroom where there all of a sudden becomes a bigger space. And I do the Brennan of kicking my legs in the air. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just so much room for activities now. And a couple kids will get it, and it's... It's it's just for me, well, but it's, I mean, being the history, you don't bust out the uh, the Nina, the Pinta, the, the Santa Maria. <laughs> I cut it off right there. Uh, but I think we're already getting into it. What to you makes this a classic? I mean, this what 2008? This came out, correct? 2008. I, unbelievable again. But yeah, 2008. It's first year teaching, buddy. It's. <laughs> but it's, gosh, it's almost th like three, four different movies in one, Dave. And uh, I agree. And it, you know we, I think you we know talked what? about it before, that, <laughs> that SNL type feel to it. Yeah. So you have a, it's it's a lot of skits combined, but not just that because it it does bring together a good it's story. Cohesive, but you're right. That's a really good point. And one of the beautiful things I love about this is you can, uh, and you know I'll talk about the the cable life that I have that I really think kind of shot this through the moon too. With you know once it became on TBS and TNT, yes. then it really just. But you can you can pop this movie on you know. The, the first 20 minutes, 45 minutes in, heck, and, you know, an hour in, and you're like, yeah, all right, I'm going yep, to sit down. Right in. I mean, what do we got, Catalina wine mixer to finish it up? Perfect. You know, are we, you know, we're getting right into where they're going to, you know, interview for jobs? Perfect. There's just, there's great pockets of this movie where, you know, even if you didn't dive in right from the beginning to, you know, end, you're fine. Yeah. And that's, it, it just says a lot for it, I think. No, I, I think that is really well said, and it's just, it's really funny. I, I just find yeah. this really, really funny. The chemistry between uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley is is the, off the and charts. The mother and the father too. I mean, the, yes. Well, Mary Steenburgen, Richard Jenkins Richard is such Jenkins. a good actor, like Academy nominated actor. Mary Steenburgen's a great actress. Yep. I mean, you you where, really. Where do, I, uh, where do I know her from? I guess she's I Ted Danson's wife. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. Uh, that's right. Is that the one you're thinking of? Yes, 100%, because uh, I'm thinking of Larry David here. <laughs> I'm honest. Oh, that's yeah, right, Curb. He's constantly on Curb. I'm honestly, I was a little shocked at the reviews. My guy's 55%, so okay for a comedy like this. I kind of like expect this. that. Your guy's only 69%. Like, I feel what? like, I wonder if it will be really interesting to gauge this. Is this a movie that we find funny because it came out when, like, we were of that age, oh, like yeah. early 20s, like this is really speaking to us. Like would a high schooler now find this funny? Is this the same I humor? He, I think you almost asked, would a high schooler now find Will Ferrell funny? Like is does he still translate to that? Because to when this Man. came out, like we were kind of all in on Peak Will Ferrell because he was coming off Anchorman. of uh, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, yes. and then I want to say Step Brothers was yes, after those. you're right, so it was. You're coming in like, all right, you know, we got John C. and Will again. They're going to act like overgrown brothers? Yeah, all right, let's check this Sign out. Sign me up. I mean, granted, we waited until it came into video before we checked it out. That's but true. But still, we were on board. But it's just, I think it is one of those that it's so much fun. And, I mean, I don't know if it's just because it's one of those movies that I've watched so much with friends, mm -hmm. too. 
Like you, this is a movie that is always fun to pop in when you're you got just a group of guys around and you just, just put it say, in and yep. you just start laughing to together have it on and enjoying in the background because you can just uh, you know all right, a couple scenes are rolling through. Next thing you know, you look over and Derek's showing you his fake abs or something. <laughs> he gets punched in the face and it, you get the eruption of laughter. You could turn away for another twenty minutes and yeah. it just it, ah, I love those little pockets of it. Go do karate in the garage. Yeah, right? <laughs> do all that good stuff. And I think what you really get and this is what i find it really awesome is the kind of the it's will ferrell's good buddy adam mm-hmm. mckay adam mckay and will ferrell are the two guys that started funny or die uh oh. the website okay so they started that like that really the started waitress rap song right? oh chelsea o'connor shout out to her she freaking uh, hates this. <laughs> uh but it's it's definitely check that out it's okay. a good video on funny or die uh, but you know, it started with the um, the landlord. It was, I think, Adam McKay's little daughter asking for the rent from uh, Will Ferrell, and she's just foul mouth, just dropping oh, yep, f bombs. Right. Like that. That's really where it got it started. But Adam McKay has turned into an unbelievably strong Hollywood presence because listen to the last few movies and other things that he's been involved in. His last movie, Vice. Uh, the Dick Cheney movie. That, yeah. uh, he is the executive producer, directed, wrote. Um, this might be my free agent choice here. The HBO series Succession is Ooh. supposed to be incredible, and I've heard amazing things about that. Uh, but then before that, he Hustlers. did the Big Short. Uh, he was an executive producer. Yeah, he didn't direct. That. I'm only doing directing. <laughs> but he did the Big Short, like. Big Short was nominated. Like it was very close to winning I Best Picture. Love the Big Short. It is yes. so good. Uh, and then, you know, Anchorman 2, he did The Other Guys, uh, Step Brothers, uh, you just go down the list, Talladega Nights, Anchorman 1, and then he did a lot of stuff with Saturday Night Live, but I mean, you get the point, like, this is yep. really good comedy and good stuff that you're seeing, and I, I just think you get that troupe, and of course, if you didn't notice, it's executive producer Judd Apatow that's behind it, so I mean, it's just that caliber, you're cranking out the good stuff, you're getting all the lines, I will... I will admit, it was a little surprising to kind of watch this. It is, I know we're in this woke woke yeah. culture area, but I mean, there's stuff now that I don't think would fly in a movie. I wonder if they'd get the leeway, if comedy still gets the leeway to say some of these things. Because I think I know what you're doing. There's a couple of hard, you know, the hard R's, yeah. if you will. I think that, you know, homophobic well, stuff. Well, the, R, the R word, homophobic that, stuff. And but it's, I... I I want to say that comedy still should be able to have... I mean, maybe comedy maybe. should always push boundaries, but I do feel like... Here's a perfect example. Blazing Saddles would never be made today. Uh, Blazing Saddles uses the but N-word you, all the time. It, it, it's all of that. that too, you don't hear that criticized, though, that much right now. Is it because it's just in the... Well, I don't... Name, it's an afterthought? I think it's because bit? it's so far back. I think it's because it is a satire. just male guys. I, well, no. I also think it's the fact that it was written by Richard Pryor. Oh, well, um, that helps. Which helps. Okay. And, you know, it, it helps that. But it's just... A, I didn't know that, actually. It's not a movie that would be made today, no. essentially. Like, I mean, it's just I mean, not one of those things. I would have the stones to actually pick it up. And Step Brothers would still be made today... I just don't think you see the same language that's used, and you and even they, see that like they book smart. They could have swapped out. They could have swapped yeah. it out easily, and it's stuff and that I, you gloss over when for you're sure. watching it then. But you're right now, everybody's. You well, know, and I don't want it to be like I'm not saying, I'm not like a cancel culture guy for like a movie. Like a movie is made during that time. I'm good with this. Like we're giving right now a disclaimer of like we're saying it's funny. Like obviously, you know, 
we're not going out and gonna, that's not going to be our favorite quote right. uh, or anything along those lines. <laughs> it, it's, you just, I think it, you have to know during the time that it's made. Yeah. And I mean, sadly, I mean, those words were acceptable. I think it says a lot that we've come as far as we have as a culture that now it's just like, man, like it really was like watching that movie. Like it's like you almost kind of wince mm-hmm. where, I mean, hand up. Like I remember laughing at that yeah. stuff in 2008. And now it's like one of those things where you just kind of wince at it. And it's just, it always moves. Like oh, the yeah. culture always yeah, moves absolutely. that way and, 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 and heck, does those things. And used to allow nudity in uh, PG-13 for the love of God. So yeah, it's just, uh, just, uh, we went backwards in what, some what cases, was it like, I guess. Paint pay me like I'm a French woman or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever she's, whatever Kate Winslet said in Titanic. I couldn't believe that. I was like, uh, that's, we'll, save, we'll save that for the yeah, that's Titanic. That's an instant purchase for me. Yeah, yeah the, the old buckets list on that one. Uh, but let's get into it. You know what we do on the bucket list here? We like to break down each one. We talked about our classic. I think this is going to be the hardest one of all. The best scene in Step Brothers. Man, do I have a ton. Like you said, yeah. it's like a skit. So, I mean, you're breaking There's... down all these different skits. What is your favorite scene for Step Brothers? Well, Let's... we'll throw the, nom- the nominees after. 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 Because okay. I don't want you to steal mine like yeah. you always do. I, uh, boy, a lot of good ones. I always land on this scene. It's, if it's, if it's on when I'm walking through, I'm stopping and watching it. This is when Derek and his family are about to arrive at Brennan and Dale's. And the cars... <laughs> It is one of the funniest. Yes. Just the, just the way you know, Derek is with ah. Oh, nice She's robotto, got the eyes of the bluest <laughs> skies. It just. You're flat. You're a, flat. That's. Oh, you know what? You know what? Actually, instead of hearing us do it, why don't we actually let we Derek go. and the family take it away? All right, gang. Let's really nail it this time. Here we go. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Bum. <laughs> She's got a smile that it seems to me Reminds me of childhood memories Where everything was as fresh as a bright blue sky All right, Tommy, you're the oldest. I'm counting on you. Come on. She's got eyes of the bluest skies As if they fall off rain I hate to look into those eyes And see now Vibrato, buddy. All right, all right, Alice, let's go. Flat. It's so flat. I can't even, I don't even know. You don't even look good while you're singing. The worst thing I've ever heard. This is $1,200 a week for voice lessons, and this is what I get? Okay, I'm going to save it with the solo. I think my vibrato was yeah, a little right. bit better than nice. <laughs> singing lessons are paying off, Dave. <laughs> and for a lot of this was uh, this is my first introduction to Adam Scott. Yes, I or agree. At least my very no. first where he uh, he stood out to me, and he was. You look back now, he almost seems overqualified for this role, but he was so perfect as Derek. It's so funny. It's almost a Bradley Cooper arc, yeah. where Bradley Cooper Wedding Crashers, a kind of a similar yep. comedy, where you 
see him as just like the villain, mm-hmm. as the the prototypical douchebag that's yep. just going to be that guy all the time. Gets the through wood. Yeah. Bashing the ball down the fairway. <laughs> he just, you know. <laughs> but it's, he's just, and he plays it really well. But I love the fact that that's how I thought of him forever. Yeah. And now he will always be my Ben Wyatt from Parks yep, and Rec. Parks and Rec really switched and, that for him. Oh my and, gosh! I mean, talk about being things. now. I now I see him as like just the lovable guy mm-hmm. that you just because he was so good in like Parks a, and Rec. Like a smaller Bateman to me now. For, yeah, like that's a really go, good comparison. Go really way. good comparison. Uh, you know, maybe if he didn't struggle with Ice Town, <laughs> uh, you know, doing that. But I I love that scene as well. Not my favorite scene. Yeah. Okay. But I good, love good. it. I love it. My favorite scene. It is always my favorite. It never failed. You talk about. I, I like your scene. It's one that you're going to watch. But every single time I laugh so hard, every time, like even when I was watching it, I'm giggling so hard at it. It's because it's the delivery, it's the lines, and just knowing. I, I would love to. I should have went to the outtakes because <laughs> I guarantee, and that's what I love about these guys. It's just them throwing out yep. lines left and right. It's like us at Golf League doing the lyrics to Grease. Uh, you know, oh, just man. throwing out random lines. There you go, little, right there. We got to get a pod for that. Uh, but. It's when they have to sleep in the same bedroom for the first night. I, I, I put it as the bedroom whisper yeah. scene. And the quote that I always think of is like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill, fill a pillowcase full of bars of soap and just beat you. To you. <laughs> and, it's just, oh, and, it's just, and it just keeps going back and forth. And My then, house now, Kimusabi. <laughs> yes. And then it's the calling him the curly-headed fudge. Uh, shampoo? Should shampoo? we go with shampoo again? Uh, but call him the curly-headed shampoo. Like, that line. Oh, my God. It's just that line. And it's just going back and forth. It's like, oh, they're whispering. But there's so much there's rage. So much. And it's like, I don't want to wake up your dad. Uh, it's like, I'm gonna, uh, oh, I love it. Every single time. Every great, single time. Great I just lose choice. It. And it builds the tension. <laughs> Give me, give me some of your. Uh... Oh, excellent! All right, so I had the Brennan Dale lying in bed yep. here. Brennan Dale going on the interviews. Mm. The right, you know, we're here to mess stuff up. They're, just as the music kicks, he pushes over that guy. Yes, yes! slow mo. <laughs> just the Pam Pan, the Seth, the, the Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Or, what was that? No. Was that onion? I could taste it ketchup? on my tongue. Ketchup. 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 Now you know what? Now the tuxedo's just <laughs> yeah. gonna seem weird. <laughs> Like they had the job. Oh, that was. You I, seem like cool guys. That's uh, give me an, give me another one of yours. I'm gonna go right down the line here. So mine, I already put my my honorable mention as well. Derek singing in the car. Yep. I have the scene when Dale and Brennan become friends. So when they turn, like basically punch them, and then they're like. What's your favorite non-pornographic magazine? Good housekeeping. housekeeping. Uh, the, the John Stamos. I was, was going like, to say the John. Uh, I like that John Stamos led them to say, did we just become best friends? Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, and then it's like, you want to do karate in the garage? And then it's just the... The montage. Oh well, that, that's what the... Well, I got you. Got yes. Yes. <laughs> like a flame burn a candle. <laughs> Oh, I dig uh, it. So I have that. I mean, I have a ton of other. Well, uh, we're gonna keep going down. Send me another one, buddy. Brennan singing for the first time. <laughs> That's the. Oh God. Is that the oh God. I, why did oh, I forget? No. Now, all I, now all I'm thinking of is the. I got the modern family. Uh, the modern yep, family. Yep. That's all I got in the head. Is the. Uh, oh, you. I'll get it. I'll get it because so, I love it. Oh, oh, wait. Let's give them something, something to, to talk about. about. How about love, love, love? Yes. It's like. 
Oh, oh my God! You're, you're a combination of Fergie and Jesus. Yes. <laughs> that seems amazing. A great combo. How about Derek trying to sell the house afterwards? Yes. They're, they're cutting the grass. Hey, Derek, speck it. <laughs> they just they just died yesterday from the asbestos in the house. <laughs> I, I love the fact that Derek actually came back into. Like, that one's actually that a pretty one's good pretty one, good. guys. <laughs> <laughs> that one's amazing. Uh, I had the interview scene as well. Uh, the Prestige Worldwide video presentation. Why? 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 <laughs> Investors. Could be you. Uh, you it reminds get me that. of Tom from uh, Parks and Rec. Yes! Investors? Yes! You! Uh, what was that? Entertainment 720? Yep. Uh, and then, I don't know why I lost it on this one. It was our. <laughs> Here's the note. I, I'm going to read it. Uh, you know, cover the years if kids, are, if kids are in the car. I'm not, I'm not going too blue. I just put, for some reason, I lost it. It's when they're growing up, and uh, Brennan. I, I always get them mixed up. It's uh, yeah, Brennan's taking a dump, and he's out of toilet paper, and he just grabs oh. the bathroom rug. My note says bathroom rug ass wipe scene. Well, then how about the next scene? He's coming out with the full <laughs> toilet paper. Yes, and it does is. The, yeah. <laughs> he's becoming an the adult. Full celebration. Oh, I and then it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to just leave it there. That that's it. I, I mean, there's so many scenes. How about how about when they first go into therapy? You got Johnson oh, Riley starts yes. describing ah. Uh, you know, I started Good working at a, at a, you know, as a janitor at a local school, but I thought I was smarter than everybody. My best friend's Ben Affleck. <laughs> he just yes. goes into that, and then you got Will Ferrell just instantly starts to, to hit on hit on his lady. Yes. Oh, I. That one's great. Good stuff. Good stuff. That there. thread's kind of fun too. I like the uh, thread of the. You know the the therapist and yep. end up somehow like dating. Somehow dating when he. When I've traveled five hundred miles to give you my seed. <laughs> As the bounty uh, paper towel man. Good stuff. Oh, good stuff. So many scenes. And I'm. No, we didn't even talk about the Catalina. And that, you know what? Was, I was actually saving that because yep. we're going to be coming back to that, I have a feeling, in a little bit. So. Love it. Love it. But I mean, I would say in all of our bucket list, that has to be one of the most honorable mentions we've ever had for scenes. Yeah. And we. Because usually oh there's God, what? We left three, so four. Many out, I'm sure, too. Yeah. Call you, me Dragon. Call me Nighthawk. The, the, the lick the dog poop. <laughs> I'll lick it if Ooh. you leave us alone. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You might have to come yeah, back to that. You might right. be hearing more about that in a little bit. All right. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Let's get what to we got next year? another real Sophie's choice here. Best <laughs> quote. <laughs> oh, man. What is the best quote? I mean, come on. What do you go? I mean, I, look at that. You're, you're still searching. You're not uh, even sure. I, I usually star my quotes, and I have like four stars all over here. So I'm just going to go the one at the very end. So maybe recency bias here. The... The Catalina wine mixer, Dave. And Let's I just that. love how yeah. at the very Every end, everybody, one. the and Catalina wine yep. mixer. The Catalina, it just, the, the way that goes, give me the Catalina wine mixer. That's going to be mine. And it's, oh, I feel like I left so many out. Can I get you a did. little Rob Riggle? Pow! Yeah. Pow! 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 Uh, <laughs> oh, man, that one's, that one's good. But I, you've already mentioned mine because I still use it. All the time, I feel like we've used it all the time. Somebody does something, somebody trips, yep. somebody you know stumbles over a word. You look at them. Pff, I remember having my first beer. I, I come on, we use yep. it all the time. Yep. I mean, it's still it's, in the vernacular. I thought for sure you're gonna go with the. Did we just become best friends? <sighs> yep. I, I love that one because we use that one. I, I like. Some consider me the songbird of my generation. <laughs> I'm giving you honorable mentions. Oh yeah. So I remember We're when right I had my first it. beers. Mine. 
I, I use this line a lot. This is a house of learned doctors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that was a... Oh, dang it, this that, is the one where... Uh, I love that. Oh, my gosh. The... Uh, <laughs> For some reason, it's, it's at the beginning. It's at the beginning. It's where Will Ferrell's in the back of his car and uh, finds out that uh, you know. Oh gosh, what, what's his name? What's the dad's name? Uh, uh, Robert. Dobak. Robert. Mr. Dobak. Robert. <laughs> Mr. Dobak. Robert. Uh, where Robert's a Robert's a doctor at John Hopkins University, <laughs> and then Will Ferrell in the back. I smoked pot with Johnny Hopkins and Sloan, and Sloan Kettering. <laughs> Just naming universities. That. <laughs> yeah. So I love that. Call me Dragon. Call me Nighthawk. Uh, well, I have a green belt. Read it and weep. You know what? What, have she, what happens if she looks at me and said, I've had the old bull. Now what if I want the young calf? It's like, would you shut the piece up? That, uh-huh. That's for Richard Jake. It's just, and I'm gonna jump into another Richard Jake. Yes. Here. You guys are failures. Failures. And he just starts. <laughs> you can see him just coming apart there. And he's failures. Uh, just. I mean, I, I, I can't believe how many I wrote down. Uh, so much extra room for activities I've already talked about. Uh, when, when they're looking at the hustlers in the treehouse, when he says it's like masturbating to a time, time machine. <laughs> well, our girl Catherine Hahn. Stay gold, pony boy, where she's got her leg up. Just <laughs> yes. Oh, man. We're, I can't. What a murderer's row of quotes. It's, like, you just forget. I, I know ah. you touched my drum set. I want to hear that dirty little mouth admit it. <laughs> uh, cops isn't on until four. That goes right into that. Uh, and then, I like this one out of Derek. I haven't had a carb since 2004. <laughs> I mean, that's a shout out, Tony B. Oh, uh, you man. know, you get all those. Uh, I mean, what? And we didn't. Even, you already talked about Catalina Wine Mixer, but we didn't even get into any of the quotes from that. Because I also love the last doctor, one. You're a You're a big, fat, curly-headed yes. shampooer. And then you also get the, sir, we strictly do 80s Joel. I don't know why. I just love it. Is that um, Horatio Sands? Is that Horatio, Horatio Sands or Sands? just another chubby Mexican? No, no. Yeah, just Horatio, Horatio Sands. Sands. Just okay. Horatio Sands. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna ask if it was a glacius. Yeah. He wasn't <laughs> fluffy Mr. enough. Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> well, only you can get away with those yeah, jokes. Yeah, right. <laughs> like Watley over here. <laughs> All right. So, we. I mean, that's good stuff. That's good two in a row. Stuff. That's two in a row now. That that is our most honorable mention scenes. Our most honorable mention quotes. Oh, this is a. This is hard. I mean, these are hard ones to go through. Best performance. Who are you giving this to? Like is it I a two-horse race? Is I it would, a three-horse? You, you it is like a you have two, Jenkins It right is there. a two-horse race, but I do want to give a shout-out to Richard Jenkins. His frustrated dad throughout this, it combined with his out, like his hilarious excitement when he first when he, he first meets uh, Derek. Derek. He just he, he gets so <laughs> he starts like they do like the little handshake. And just, and Come here, you call me dad. You know, it just I love Mary Steen version when his she looks character at him. arc from this yeah. from just being you know the beaten down dad trying to fight through it to I'm gonna go and have a drink at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> it's it's Christmas Eve. Oh oh, is it? Yeah, Merry Christmas. And he just keeps on chugging along. <laughs> I love it. I mean, he, I can't give him the silver tuna. I wanted to give him a special shout out. I think he's out. too big. Oh, I'm sorry. You're silver tuna. We were no, no, no. Reb Horn. <laughs> we, uh, to, oh boy. I'm going to give it to John C. Johnny I'm gonna C. I'm going to give it to John C. And this is why. Because he is the best Scotty Pippen that you could have given to this Michael Jordan. Yeah. Will Ferrell is Will Ferrell. He is the, uh, he's the elephant of the room. He's the guy that you're coming out for. I mean, he got, 
uh, he got bewitched greenlit for the love of God. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go John C. because you put a great number two with him, and he fed off him so well and didn't seem didn't seem overbooked for the role didn't he wasn't he wasn't overshadowed by any means oh and no so that's why i'm gonna go with john c oh wes i hate to say it we don't do this often i agree yeah no i have kidding. to also go john c riley uh because i think i think john i think will ferrell is will ferrell yeah will ferrell is just plain yeah, this is no. This he's is, playing a version of Ron Burgundy. He's playing a version this of Jackie is no Will Moon. Ferrell slander either by any means. And it's means. not. I mean, I like it. Uh, obviously, you watch Eurovision. I mean, it's <laughs> right. <laughs> but good I mean, boy. there's there's a lot of a good boy. <laughs> I like Will Ferrell. I'm gonna buy what yep. Will Ferrell's selling a lot of the time, and I, I just enjoy him. He's just he's funny. Like I grew up watching him on SNL doing Harry Carey, well, uh, doing all well, the other stuff. One thing I always I wish I would have watched more SNL Will Ferrell in the moment. Because yes. I, I watch the best ofs. Oh, yeah. And so you get, you know, you get those. But I want to see it. Like, Didn't you want uh, to put on uh, Best of oh, Will Ferrell? Oh, yeah. Uh, I got to go for the live. family night. The Papa. Family well, when he's doing the, the Robert, Robert Goulet, Goulet, he just did. starts firing Whoa. off. Like, Talk about things that would not fly in 2020. Oh, you're not kidding. You're not <laughs> uh, kidding but it is, it is amazing uh, like that we're not going with Will Ferrell. But like I said, and like you said, I think you – you come to expect that Will Ferrell, he's just doing what he does. John C. Riley is an Academy Award nominated actor. Like he's been yes. in some incredible movies. Like we t- Perfect Storm. He was nominated for Days Chicago. Of Days of Thunder is good in that. I mean, I, I really like John C. Riley as an actor. I know uh, Peter says he doesn't like John C. Riley yeah. for some reason, but always a big John C. guy. He's got the chops. Should have been Boogie McNulty. Nights. He was in Boogie Nights for the love of God. Boogie Nights, yeah. great in that. Like. I didn't uh Carp told us that he was supposed to be Jimmy McNulty in the wire. Oh boy, you can see that. Well that yeah. that would have been a different no, McNulty. Yeah, thing. I agree. <laughs> but uh I I really like John C Riley. I think you said it perfectly. He sets up Will Ferrell for greatness because of how he acts and because of what he does. And I I think I'm with just you to Silver give, Tuna. Just to give Will John Ferrell the appropriate dap. What is Will Ferrell's Mount Rushmore? Oh my what god. Is, I mean it's Tough, I love this. I love. I love that you threw that to me on the spot. Um, so it's. I'm. Gonna, I know. I'm going to bring it up. That's. Talk about the t- Talladega Anchorman Semi Pro Step Brothers. I'm so thinking that's got to be the power four. I, I have to put Anchorman right away. Yep. Anchorman is definitely on my Mount Rushmore. Yep. I. I got to put. I think Step Brothers on I, my 100%. Mount Rushmore. So I'm going Anchorman. I'm going Step Brothers. This isn't as popular. Starsky and Hutch? No. He wanted two dragons. It's going to be I, real, real weird. <laughs> I liked him a lot in The Other Guys because it was a yes, little bit different. Yes. And I really like The Other Guys. I so think it's underrated. I. I, thought I, was out, I, thought, I thought I was out here on an island. I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Ben Whelan on you. I'm going to go a little high-class society. It. I love it. I really like Stranger Than Fiction. I no really kidding. like Stranger Than Fiction because it wasn't your typical feral. Um, I like Talladega Nights. It's fine. I like Step Brothers wow, okay. better than Talladega Nights. Um, just because Talladega Nights, I really liked parts. It's another that there's really great scenes. I will watch it all the time. I love it. I will laugh. But Is like Zoolander the Jaguar and the car, no. No. Zoolander was never Zoolander on my, I, I me don't. neither. I always thought that, for whatever reason, that was a miss for me. So I'm looking at it here, uh. 
boy, Daddy's Home. Actually, I enjoyed that. But the yeah, I was gonna go. You know what? I, mean, I was gonna go here. Be on the the Rushmore by. I, I like means. Daddy's Home, but has he really had a good one since? Like a really good one? I feel like all the ones that we're talking about with Farrell, like the House Bomb, the Daddy's Home Two. I no liked good. the campaign. I feel like the campaign was, was a Galifianakis movie more than anything. Ooh, okay. Okay. You get a little prices right going. <laughs> uh, so my Mount well, Rushmore would be right. Anchorman, Step Brothers. Uh, what did I say? I said Anchorman, Step Brothers, Stranger Than Fiction. And then I think I went with, uh, what was my fourth? I already forgot. Uh, the Other Guys. Right oh, there. The Other Guys. Boy, I, I want like to go that. a little bit different. I like that. So that would be my, what's it's, yours? It, boy. I know you kind of rattled well, yeah. off four right away. Step bro- I mean, I... I haven't seen anything that would sway me. Step Brothers, Semi Pro, Anchorman, uh, Talladega Nights. Love. Oh nope. Hold on a second. Wait. Hold the phone. Editing it. Gosh, who do I bump off? Because old school is one hundred. Oh, you're 1, right. I can't believe I forgot it. Yep. Percent in there. You know what? Stranded in Fiction. Sorry, Ben Whelan. Wow. It's off. I'm putting in old school for. Yep. Yep. Agreed. I don't know what I bump though. I bump Stranger. I got. I got to bump Talladega Nights, which seems insane to mm. do. But it's no way. Old school. Old is school's what put wonderful. Will Ferrell. Old school wonderful. is what put uh, Will Ferrell. I think more I can't on the movie. I missed that. But yeah, you're, so after Step Brothers, it does. You're, it's not a. It's he's a lot of like uh, secondary characters. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna skip that one. Still love the him goods, though. Uh, Still the, love him. There's the other guys. Yeah. Let's see. There's here. not a lot. You get into Daddy's Home. You get into some yep, of the other stuff. You're right. The other guys. The campaign. When. Neither of us mentioned Blades of Glory, so I mean, no, we're, <laughs> no, not, not in a, on that. But well, that was a that was fun. I like the impromptu on Mount Rushmore. John Heater, I just I wasn't a no. I wasn't I a agree. Napoleon Dynamite guy, and I'm you in put the John C. Riley in that. You put John C. Riley in that. The Blades of Glory could be a whole different story. Ooh. I agree. Ooh, right. Called it. Did you uh, watch the uh, what, one real quick thing between uh, Farrell and C. Riley? Have you seen the Holmes and Watson? Refuse. I've heard it's. Awful. Okay, I think I might have asked you about that before. And yeah, because it's, it's it's the C. Riley yes! Farrell that I haven't dove into. Oh, and it's, the it's preview like looks so good. There maybe. I've heard it's one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah. Okay. From e- this is even from Farrell fans, and this is from like you look at. Oh my God, they're back together. Uh, I I think it's all oh, the splits are going to be in the twenties, aren't no, they? No. I, I yes, I think both. Uh, what is it? Holmes and Watson, right? Yeah, Holmes up. and Watson. Yeah, it's just brutal. Uh, like you look at it, you're so excited for what it could be. Oh my God, I don't think I've ever seen it this bad. Holmes and Watson, my guys, the critics, ten percent. Your guys, twenty six percent. Oh. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even gonna watch it. All right. The, the critics' consensus here it is: the lowest and vilest alleys in London do not present a more <laughs> dreadful record of the adventures of Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Watson than does Holmes and Watson. Man, that's such a bummer. Because it could have been amazing. You get those two back together. Yep. You kind of get it in that, and it's like, ah, oh, what a bummer. Yeah, that is disappointing. Paycheck movie, apparently. That's eh, all right. One of our favorites, get a little Jimmy Rebhorn, and I don't care. Our uh, best that guy award. A lot of actually. A lot of that guys yep. in this one. I have two. I'm right. basically going to go with whatever Perfect. one you don't pick. Let me lead this off. I'm going Matt Walsh, Dave. Like, holy Ooh. crap. No, I know Matt Walsh. Matt Veep. Walsh, semi-pro, Father Pat. He's in Corndogs, Jackie. Veep, Hangover, Old School. He's amazing. When you, If you take the time to Google Matt Walsh, you'll be like, oh, that guy. Say like, that's who I'm going with my rep horn because I he was the drunken guy at yeah. the Catalina wine mixer just shouting out things at uh, Gabriel Iglesias. No, at Horatio yeah, Sands, <laughs> who 
is my yeah. red corn winner. Yeah. So right. that's a, a nice serendipity because I just I, I don't know. I love the Horatio took the role John Lake the band. Have. I love I love how he laughs at first. It's like <laughs> Sir, we simply do eighty goals. You tell your it's like oh my gosh and then it's like this is crumbling and but even when they're singing they're doing the 80s Mm -hmm. joel uh was it for the longest time i think that's enough uh but (laughs) uh get a little uh, the band's name was uptown girl i believe oh was it really yes i didn't miss that (laughs) uh so horatio sands i love my uh, my honorable mention was Rob Riggle. So did I. That's yep. who I was going. I was and thinking. I thought so that's who you were going time. with. But I love the Matt Walsh. He because that's a perfect that guy. Riggle was like uh, when I first wrote him down because I first I seen him at the Derek birthday party. I'm like, oh Riggle, you know he makes he makes some ra- yeah. random. So hey, say hello to my little friend Scarface. Yes. Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> like oh that's it. We're getting out of Riggle and he's in it a little bit bah! more bah! as the yeah, as the movie progresses. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna keep him in there, but I want to dig it at night. When I noticed Matt Walsh there, I'm like, oh my. Just they stuck pick. him in the crowd. It's a good pick. I'm in. That reminds me, you, you brought up the Catalina wine mixer. I forgot honorable mention scene once again. Yeah. The Derek and Brennan hug. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Where they're trying to figure that out. Oh, Can we go I for love a hug. That. You would want to hug me, you Yeah, they, <laughs> they, and there we go. Yeah. Them back and they're still trying to and they're like going backwards, like like the punch to the kidney. Everything that that Catalina wine mixer scene like uh like gives off when people are are listening to him sing like Derek starts thinking back of you know them when their kids you're flying doing a kite. It, Derek, yeah. You're doing it. <laughs> like that's when the therapist where he first busts in and yes. came here for my yes. speed. Because it's, of the the like the dad finally comes around. It was just perfect. You know what and that's pretty good. Uh, thank you. Uh the the amazing thing I Dave memory once again. Unbelievable. We were at the 16-band bachelor party in Vegas. And I remember us being at the Bellagio, standing there watching the fountains, and it was driving me nuts. I couldn't figure out what the song was that we were listening to. And it wasn't until like three years later when I rewatched Step Brothers, like, that was they it. They played that song? Yes. And none of us could figure it out because I was raped by you, and I'm like, what is this from? And I'm like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't place oh, the movie. My. I couldn't place what it was from. And sure enough, it was the... Brennan, the boats and hoes as he's on yep. the drum. <laughs> you play the hell of those drums, dude. <laughs> I love how the dad fully gets behind him, too, at the end. All right. Oh, wonderful. I'm going to be interested on this. Salt. Salty scenes, some scenes that maybe you didn't like much. I didn't have I much, had buddy. more than I thought. Well, you want me to get started? I, I'm going to give you uh, one before I go get a refill here. All right. The sleepwalking scene. Yes! Thank God! Same thing. That was the first thing I had. I hated it. it all didn't out. didn't need it. Hate it. You could have cut it. I didn't. Not it just, funny. It didn't. It wasn't funny for me. In fact, it kind of annoyed me. Like, I had yes. to wreck in the kitchen. Like, well, just, I agree. It, and he slides into the hairy can. <laughs> you could almost see a little SNL feral coming. I just, I didn't need it. It's too outrageous. Yeah. And it, was, just, it just wasn't funny. I could not agree more. You, it was my you, least. You could have cut that out and left 15 minutes uh, or something else. I did, I did enjoy the pillows in the oven. That part was good. But other than that, I agree. Those are pillows. <laughs> so... Boy, you, you really took a lot of the uh, steam out of my salt because that was going to be the one that I was really going to hit hard was the sleepwalking scene because exactly what you said. And the fact that they came back to it a second time, like, 
do have them do sleepwalking, but like, why are they so destructive? Like, I, I don't understand that. Like, you're bringing in the full Christmas tree. It did, however, lead to I do like when well, you beat the crap out of me when I was sleeping. Yeah. I did like him throwing him down Richard the steps. That part was the again. only part that was good. But I just, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't like it. I, I really struggled with that. Uh, next one, for me, you already mentioned it. I really hated the young kids beating up the guys. Uh, what was it, Gardaki? Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever his <laughs> first kids? name was. Yeah, the kids, like having them lick the dog poop. Like, yeah, it's funny that you have to do that. And there's no way two okay. guys the size. Bully culture? Is that what you're going for? No, okay. I'm going with the fact <laughs> that Will Ferrell's like six four. John C. Riley's like six three. Some seventh graders not going to do that. Cleaned house like the Royal Rumble, and, just and they did at the end. Kids. Oh, that's right. <laughs> they do at the end when they come in with the helicopter, and then they just do the 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 merry-go-round punches. Yeah. But like, I didn't need those scenes. Like, it's just to me that wasn't funny. It was trying too hard. It led to a. a the funny, end part was kind the, of funny. Like when they're sitting on the couch, and maybe you just don't go that way anymore. And yeah, Will Ferrell's nodding I agree. With the black eye. <laughs> that that part was okay. Didn't he have a stake on his eye? Yeah, too, oh, yeah, I think? that's yeah. right. <laughs> but I didn't like that one. And honestly, I didn't like the burying scene where he's like burying him. Like, actually oh, trying to, yeah. like, kill him. It's like, no, you're dead. You're, you're dead. already dead. And it's like, I just didn't find that part funny either. Zombies. See, the, it, you're, right about, you're right about those two, at le- least from the... They just led to parts that I thought were amusing. Yes. Like, I didn't like the dog, and like, okay, that's ridiculous. I was amused by that you should maybe go the other way. Yeah. The burying was kind of stupid. I was, I thought it was hilarious when he yelled zombies and started running yes, away. So, but it's, it's just... Yeah, I, I it's hear not you. needed. Hear you. And then you then you cut out those two scenes. We're at an hour twenty nine, and it's just a tight yep. comedy. Where, like you said, it doesn't feel like it should have ended. Well, I think I like I told you earlier. I watched. The, I must have watched the un, you know unrated one because that was an easy two hour and twenty minute movie. Like I couldn't. It, yeah. I was like, my god. Well, I think yeah, is, you did the unrated. Still churning. Yeah, I, I purposely went the theatrical release. So. Let's get some of those West tidbits out. All Let's right, all right, all right. show me those tidbits. <laughs> all right, Davey. Well, I talked about the length of the movie. The original cut of the film was five hours long, Dave. What? Five hours long. You think of long. all those uh, improvisations and, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a good point there. So that's, so the theatrical cut, five hours. 98 minutes, unrated, well over two hours. I don't have the exact time here. The, <sighs> the white dog poop. The scene that you dislike so much was actually powdered donuts. So if uh, if Will Ferrell seems a little eager to go down there for that dog poop, which actually just kind of dips a tongue in, that was some powdered donuts that we all love. So I'm all right with that. The idea for this movie, Dave, came from Adam McKay, Will Ferrell, and John C. Riley. They were in the editing room at Talladega Nights, and yeah, they're just kind of spitballing things for their next project and somebody said bunk beds and McKay's like well what if what if you guys are like overgrown brothers and all of a sudden oh that's amazing know, just blossoms into what we have now that's awesome just one little line one little line and that's and you know what that dang it that's what you need that's all yeah. you need to give to these type of yeah. people you're just in there whiteboard and stuff bunk beds oh my god can you imagine if you guys were oh we got something here McKay we got so much room for activities <laughs> so that was Actually, and you probably would have guessed it, actually. I feel like Will Ferrell sings quite a bit and stuff. That was actually Will Ferrell's real voice and John C. Riley actually doing the drums. Yeah, you can't fake that. That was no, incredible. He was cutting it Really up. good. 
it's amazing how talented like actors are. Like that's where you just some of it just seems so effortless and well, he you just had assume, to learn but, to play man. the jumps for the the jumps <laughs> for Walk Hard. For no, no, oh. not the Dewey Cox story, <laughs> but for a previous movie, I forget exactly what it was. But and that's he huh. just kept he just kept it going, and that's awesome, really good, really good. Unfortunately, that was not Adam Scott's voice. He does not sing. Oh, I, like this. I didn't think so either. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> but it was uh, how they filmed it. They had a guy, they had a guy singing it directly in the like the truck in front of them when they were pulling it, and <laughs> McKay was ju- or not McKay, but Adam Scott was yeah. just lip sing along with it and he did fantastic with that obviously <laughs> it was a casting what if oh, how is there a casting what if on this? our boy friend of the pod john ham what role derek derek oh it was, it was man between, and i gotta look up this guy it was i'm actually furious I, you that i didn't the recast john ham it's uh he would have been unreal and this would have been I think this might have been right around the time of Don Draper. It might have been just a touch before, right after Mad Men started. Oh, really? Okay, it's so right it been in right that area. Early Ham, oh, little like early it. Ham. So it was between these three guys, and I didn't recognize the name when I read it. I do now. So it was between Ham, Thomas Lennon, and Adam Scott. You know, Thomas, Thomas Lennon, Lennon, yeah, Reno nine one one. Yep, he's fantastic. Seventeen again. I love you, man. Yeah. I mean, couple of those but well, I just so, see Thomas Lennon was just in something recently that I really liked him in too but, but I, yeah I mean, three good options actually I think you would have been fine with any of them they knocked it out of the park with Adam Scott I agree so what do we get is that here? it for casting what ifs that's all I had for casting wow. what ifs for that one uh Brennan's fake fake balls cost ten thousand dollars <laughs> to produce no way! Because they wanted was this like authenticity. A... They had real hair on them. Oh my God! Will Ferrell kept him. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. Oh my God! And here is something. Uh, a little shout out to uh, my parents here. The Catalina wine mixture. It's, All right. <laughs> the F and Trump National yeah, Golf yeah, Course. There it, it doesn't, doesn't roll, roll off the tongue. tongue. No, not it as well. It doesn't roll off the tongue. So a couple of tidbits there. Yeah, make the Catalina wine mixture great again. <laughs> right. <laughs> well. Now we get to our favorite part, and I am blown away by the John Ham. But we go to the John Ham well too much, so it's probably good that we stayed away. I almost went with it. Still, I'm glad I crossed him yeah, off. It was yeah, yeah. Like, oh, well, we couldn't have done that after the tidbit. Too much ham. <laughs> so we are actually giving you a supersized oh, yeah. Step Brothers recast. We're going oh, look six. At, look at all the scenes we gave you. Look at characters. all the characters. We have now to. We're, we have we're to going. because I think it is a full four. We are going to give you Catherine Hahn, who is Alice. That's Derek's wife. We're going Derek who's Adam Scott. We're going Mary, who is, uh, I never got it. I just put Mary, Mary Steenburgen. Uh, Nancy I don't, Huff. Nancy, Nancy. Uh, Robert, Mr. Dobak, yep. Dr. Dobak. Dr. Dobak. Uh, Rich, uh, that, that is uh, going to be Richard Jenkins. Oh, yeah. Uh, John C. Riley, Dale. And, of course. And then Will Farrell, Brennan. So that's our recast. So let's start with the... Uh, tertiary characters here. Let's go with Catherine Hahn. Who'd you have as your Catherine Hahn? Who'd you have as Derek's wife? Boy, this was... Um, I win this one already. Yeah? I know I won. I went with Christina Applegate, Dave. Gosh dang it. That's actually better than I and thought. I, I went Christina Applegate because I'm picturing the car scene. I, can see, I yeah. can see her very indifferent about having to sing along that. But then I can also see her being, you know, oh, hungry absolutely. for the guy that I have playing John C. <laughs> Thirsty, Riley. if you will. And just that... That subtle comedy in the background, that little bit of uh, taking digs at the husband, 
Give me Christina Applegate in this role. Boy, I wasn't expecting to come out of the gates so strong uh, Ooh, with I that like what one. You did there. But I still think I win. Okay. We'll leave it up to the listeners. We'll leave it up to you. I'm going with my girl Kate McKinnon from SNL right oh, now. I mean, man. because of just That's how hilarious going she is. Right to the SNL way. But she's so funny. <laughs> just like kidding. God she dang would it. like talk about the deadpan. Yep. Like you see everything. She is absolutely hilarious. So you can imagine oh. her saying, "Stay gold, pony boy." I think Kate you're McKinnon. Right. Oh, you're right about that. I think Kate McKinnon would just nail. I, I'm going to give I'd you roll the you up there. like a little taco. Yep. You're just going <laughs> to. Just <laughs> so nice and warm. <laughs> we forgot about that quote. Oh, good probably, stuff. Probably a good, good thing that we forgot about yep. that quote. But there we go. Um, that's yeah, that's I'm my gonna Alice. Win. I'm going to give you the win. I am there. really happy with that one. A couple of good one. ones, but. I honestly think I'm going to win my Derek, too. Oh, yeah? I'm really okay. happy. But I, we might even have no, the same you, guy. You kick off with the Derek. You ready? My Derek. Because of just one scene, has to be somebody that's cocky, has to be somebody that's arrogant, but also has to be somebody with guy. a great voice. I went with Adam Devine. Oh, whoa, Adam Devine we did from not Workaholics, go. Yeah. from Pitch Perfect. You talk about the guy that could play douchey. Adam Devine plays that better than anybody, and you know he's got the singing chops. I didn't. I I have never seen Pitch Perfect, so I don't oh, know that he has God. the singing chops. But wow. I just like the character Adam Devine, so it's. I can't believe you. Kristen would really enjoy watching Pitch Perfect. That needs to be one that you add. No, yeah, don't give me yeah. wrong. Trust me on this one. Trust me. I gotta me. watch Pitch Perfect two now. I gotta, gotta go just, with the sequel. I, I haven't watched three, but one and two are pretty good. There's one three? is really good. There is. Yeah, but Adam Devine, I think, is gonna. Man, good choice. <laughs> He's gonna nail it, Adam Devine. If you don't, like I said, he was also had a good stint as the Man, Manny. That's a good one. Manny yep. on uh, Modern Family. Uh, very funny guy. I love Adam Devine. This will be a, this will be a photo finish here. What was the uh, Chuck and Dave need wedding dates? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. he's in that one too, so Segu- sign me up. Segway alert. Chuck and Dave need wedding dates. Friend of the pod. We've used them before. Yeah. I need abs. I need singing. Well, did somebody... Is that is that Zac Efron's music, Dave? Because I'm going Zac My Efron God. for My the Derek role. You can you don't need you don't need the singing double for him just nope. like you said with Divine Efron's gonna kill it he can sing high like this you're gonna have that little smugness with him like yeah. you said you don't need see him in neighbors you know he's got the comedy yep. chops so it's I went with Efron here yeah I've used him probably too many times a for, lot of uh, times for uh, yeah Kristen's gonna stay she doesn't listen anyway she start questioning it but uh, I'm going Zach Efron <laughs> I oh that is that is a that is a, a photo, photo finish. finish yep. I, I think I might have to give me the nod because that's your eighth Efron. I know. Uh, that I you am used. gonna. I'm gonna. However, though, here. he is perfect in that. He would be perfect as that because he's the cocky, he's the the douchey, yep. but he's got the good singing voice. He's he would play that because we've seen him play that in Neighbors. Yes. Essentially, yes. that's who he was in Neighbors. So that's a really good a one. Good choices. Though. We're off and running. Let's buddy. get in the meat and potatoes though. Yep. Meat and potatoes. I. I, I almost wanted to again. recast Mary Steenburgen as Mary Steenburgen. She was perfect. She was I great. Even, I don't even know how you... It was tough to replicate that. Actually. I feel really good, though. Yeah? I went with a one Susan Sarandon Ooh. as my uh, Mary Steenburgen. I think she well, would could, be... You could hear the dad up there just bury my head in between those, you know... <laughs> the bull Durhams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those bull Durhams. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> uh, but it's definitely one of those that... As he's giving the speech, that's right. That was right at the beginning of the yeah. movie. Uh, but definitely, I think Susan Sarandon, because Mary Steenburgen actually plays this very calm. Mm-hmm. She's very patient and very loving. I feel like we've seen Susan Sarandon play this type of character. With the, 
through a lot of <laughs> that's going back a little too far. A dead man walking. Uh, but I, I just I really think Susan Sarandon would be fun in this I role love the, as love the, the mother. I think she'd be really. I good. think you're gonna win this one. Uh, running away. I oh, I, I should have probably kept this one just for trying to get the win here but i actually went with kim basinger as my uh, oh that's not bad mom. either i dip back into my original michael keaton batman and uh, young west wants to recast kim basinger here so that's who i went with it I vicky guess. vale vicky vale yeah absolutely nice. good call there <laughs> but uh i love yours i love yours more and i hate that we're at a we're at a three for three dave here. wow feeling good this feeling is, good uh, feeling good i mean but kim Susan basinger's Sabrina. good there too kim basinger's good I mean, this is going to sound awful. This is going to sound awful. I almost think she's too old, too pretty. Yeah, like like Kim. You see, I was trying to look for that mid. What, to me, though, like Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger is like the. Mile. But that's true. But like to me, like because we grew up in the '90s, yeah. she is like the ultimate supermodel. Yeah. Like just like unobtainable. Like the. Like the Cindy Crawford type person, like wow, just too much. I love that. And don't get See, me wrong, that's, that's the '90s kid in you coming that's out it. right yeah. there. Because we're all there's going to be a lot of listeners. Kim Basinger, uh, somebody, yeah, somebody, look up, somebody look up, somebody look up a Pepsi commercial from the Super Bowl for Cindy Crawford. But. You're like I'm getting that Joker clap from Mike <laughs> Peters right now. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, and don't get me wrong, I think Mary Steenburgen is very beautiful, yeah. and I think Susan Sarandon is as well. But there's the more of the yeah, yeah, it's the more of the, the every woman. Yeah, well, not even every woman. Just the I don't know, not the like over the top like supermodel. Who's the, who the mom in uh, Wedding Crashers? The uh, oh gosh, Kitty. No, yeah, Kitty. It's uh, Do- Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour, like in that Doctor Quinn, medicine Wait, woman. Actually, Jane Seymour would have been pretty easy there. And yeah, ooh, there you go. Get her in another Feral movie. There, Stick there with we go. Kim. I think it's a good pick. <laughs> who do you got as the dad? Oh this God, Richard Jenkins, Doctor Doback. Honestly, this might be my best recast I've ever had. I just feel so good across. I hate how confident you are in these. You want to have somebody that sweep. that can be calm, but can also lose it. And when I think of that, I come to mind of a one J.K. Simmons. <sighs> think of him in Whiplash. Think yep. of him. I mean, good God, could you imagine J.K. as the boat crashes in? <laughs> That's my boat, you goons! You goons! It's you a, wrecked my boat, you goons! <laughs> not quite my tempo. Yep. Not quite my tempo! Uh, as they're singing boats and hoes. I mean, it's just one of those things where I think J.K. Simmons... Because you're going like, to channel a little bit of the Judo oh. dad. You're going to channel a little bit of the yes. Spider-Man, uh, you know, uh, what does he play in there? The editor? Oh, I can't think of it either. I know. Oh, God, Saiyan is but so mad at us yeah, right now. Right? Well, you're going to channel those two type of characters. You're going to mold them into one... You know, yeah. roller coaster ride that I, you know, Doctor like Dobak goes little on. Farmers Insurance, we are farmers. <laughs> but, uh, who did you need have that after that boat? Who did you? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Davey, you said it. I need the guy that can keep it together, but he wants to lose it. You described it beautifully. And when I look at that, I go back to a little movie called What About Bob. So I'm gonna jump right into Richard Dreyfus. Give me, give me Richard Dreyfus for this role because I can see him being calm and I can see him starting to lose. I didn't mean to call you Boo. I meant to call you Bob. You know, it just that little, that little frustration, the Dreyfus oh frustration gosh. bubbling up, and even more so the the amusingness of how small he is versus how tall yep. my guy is going to be with him. So you're going to have that physical comedy aspect with it. So I went Dreyfus there. I love Richard Dreyfus. Mills. Love the Dreyfus. I love the Dreyfus in this. I'm going to circle myself there. I'm going to give myself Dreyfus. I think that's because 
Yes, but J.K. is almost too serious, too intense after seeing Whiplash. Mm -hmm. That would be hard to see him in this, where Dreyfus, this you is know, right up his alley. Stakeout Dreyfus. Oh, my man. God. You, oh, that's, you got it. Dreyfus on the brain after I watching I Stakeout. Did, I just watched Stakeout. I can't wait to dive into another Stakeout, the uh, Rosie O'Donnell <laughs> uh, one. <laughs> so here we go, the big guys. This was hard, and I almost wonder if we did the same. It'll be interesting on this. John C. Riley, Dale, and Wolf. Do you want to do, let's them do both? a pair? Yeah, yep. let's I was do the say, pair. It's not going to make sense separately. I don't think. At least mine. Kick us off, buddy. Uh, it's so hard because you have to have chemistry. You have to have a pairing that you like. You have to have a pairing that you know is going to be good together. So, for instance, stepbrothers I think work so well because we already know that. John C. Riley and Will Ferrell work well together because we saw them in Talladega Nights. They were awesome in yeah. that. So this was their second movie. Oh, I, I want to get a band back together. And this would, I think, be their third movie, perhaps. My John C. Riley is going to be a one James Franco. And my uh, Brennan, Will Ferrell, is going to be a Mr. Seth Rogen. Wow. <laughs> uh, get a, get the band back together. They were in Pineapple Express. They were in This Is The End. I just I think those are the only two that could pull off that type of comedy, have that chemistry, could pull off the improvisation together. I think that is going to be a killer movie. I absolutely love it. Did I you have the same? absolutely love it. We're calling an audible at the line here. Oh. I had as my Will Ferrell. Mr. Jason Siegel. So wow. We're going with the tall, we're going with I the like physical it. comedy yes. guy. We've already seen him in uh, Forgetting, uh, Sarah, Forgetting Marshall. Sarah Marshall eating the big oh, he's bowl got of cereal. He can do, I love this man. He could do the at-home yep. at oh, yeah. uh, sloppy guy thing. And here's with the audible. I, I'm going to, I like where you want James Franco. That's who I had. I'm going to throw Jonah Hill in there. I'm going to go, ah, I'm going to go Siegel nice. and Hill. Nice. So that's because we know they fat, worked well I want, together. I want fat Jonah Hill though. I want I want fat. I've been living <laughs> at home with my he's mind fat. thirty years. <laughs> thirty years. Uh, Jonah Hill Street. Jonah Hill. Give me give me Moneyball Jonah Hill. Ooh, what about getting Channing Tatum and Jonah no, Hill together no, in their actually. room? Actually, but full disclosure, I had James Franco as my John C. Riley. I had Franco. <sighs> that's and amazing. Siegel. So that's that's amazing we, that we both had him at the John C. Because I, I do think Franco is. He, he would, would nail it well for this. We've seen him in the pajama pants. Pineapple Express. I thought hurricane season was over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's so important to have that. And I feel like we're not getting a lot of comedies with the great duos anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if we're getting these type of comedy. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe it's just... Well, it's, it's I don't always, know. It's, Am I forgetting you know, stuff? Hart and the Rock. Uh, yeah, that's true. That might know, be the newer be, one. Yeah, you've had... I guess Daddy's Home. No, that's more Will Ferrell. Ferrell and Wahlberg. Who are the duos? Yeah. I mean, is it Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock? No, that was but one that's movie, a long. That's the heat. Yeah, that's the a heat. long time ago. Actually, I enjoyed that. Movie. It is. It's really good. I don't know. I, I, that, that's for another pod. Jumping off the page to me. Not, right nothing now. either. And that's that. I think is part of the problem. I mean, yeah, we already said the two. So I think that's why Franco and Rogan and yep. Hill and the, the, yep, that's that. kind of the new group that's together. But even them. They're kind of riding off into the sunset. They're not doing the comedies as much anymore. Oh, and, and it's boy, give us some more. Gonna, give us a couple more. Please. Adam Devine might be the the new crop that's coming up the the pipe. Ooh, actually, uh, Kumal Nanjiani is really coming Who's through. Who's the taller guy in uh, Workaholics? Not the not the crazy. Yeah, hair. I don't know. I was gonna say he would have been a pretty decent recast for the uh, the John C. role. Yeah, Just that true. Type of, but uh, man, a lot of good recasts oh. there, Dave. I'm uh, I'm curious. 
Oh, where the fans are going to come in on our Will Ferrell. I want Jason Siegel. I agree. You know, we'll see if they go me. Seth Rogen. We'll see if they go your Seth Rogen. Which one they like more for it, but both good. Yeah, it's a it's a there. it's a good pick. Man, was this movie fun to rewatch. I just was this almost I as long really as the director's cut? Oh no, we're we're, we're sitting good. Actually, <laughs> yeah. this is one of our smaller episodes oh, of the no last kidding. couple. Uh, I mean, it's still it, we're still giving the fans what they need and what they want. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun rewatch. It's so much fun talking. Our first outdoor episode. Oh, this was great. We fireworks. have no idea. Yeah, we, uh, we'll see if the fireworks showed up. We'll see if the birds. If you hear the crickets, there's a couple fireworks going off there. So who knows? We're trying something new. You know, we're at episode. Uh, Episode 53, you need to spice up the marriage. Nice. The Chris yeah, the, Spielman episode the, next the, week. The seven-year itch here. Um, oh, for rock. the rock. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. I love it. Uh, so, closing thoughts out of you, big guy. Man, it's, uh, I rewatched this movie twice in the span of awesome. uh, the time that we had before this, and it, boy, it was excellent each time. Each time? And it's, ah, it's just good to dive into this Will Ferrell. And this is actually what got me into watching his Euro. Oh, you nice. Get, you get those Will Ferrell juices going, yeah. and you just want to keep it running. <laughs> Yeah, that's a really good call, and I, I, I agree. I really enjoyed rewatching it, just all the quotes, realizing and even forgetting some of these quotes I forgot were from this movie that I do use all the time, yeah. uh, that you just forget that that's where it comes from. I didn't from. know that. I remember my first beer was from this. <sighs> I know, and it's right from the, like the first five yeah. minutes, ten minutes. Uh, great movie, good times, as always. Uh, I do look down, the bucket's empty. I cannot wait to jump into The Rock next week. We hope that you join us. Don't forget, we want to hear your feedback on uh, Twitter at DFTP Movie Pod, on Facebook at the Michigan Podcasting Network. For Wes Ledesma, I'm Dave McPeak, and we will see everybody next week. All right, good test to see if we can pick up that motorcycle. Where, where were you? <laughs> you oh. make my dreams come Man, true. I don't. Uh-oh. Strange dream. Bonding.